This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hi. Hello. Do you think this is good or bad for our posture? Horrible. That's how I sit all day at work. <laughs> How's your day? How's your week? Good. Every week goes so fast. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I tend to agree with you at the moment. It's a bit I- sad because the weekends are going fast too. No, my weekend went slow last oh. week. It was the best. Beautiful. That's um, good. How was your week? My since, week was good. Since when do you paddleboard? <laughs> since uh, yesterday. Mm. Because we got a paddleboard for Christmas, which didn't arrive until last week. Mm. And then no one was there to help me. So the box itself, ginormous. The paddleboard in the bag, the heaviest thing I've ever and most awkward thing I've ever carried in my life. Down to the beach? Adrian carried it down to the beach yesterday. Yeah. I had to carry the bag back because we decided, we were like, the paddleboard itself is so much lighter, not in the bag, okay. and less awkward, not in the bag. Why did we bring the bag? Okay. So then I carried the bag back thinking it would be the lighter, easier. <sighs> Fool! The bag itself is heavy? The bag itself is so heavy and uncomfortable and awkward. So anyway, now we paddleboard and it's great. And yeah. it's, well, spoiler alert, it's my non-beauty fave for this week. <laughs> okay. Best... Every muscle in your body workout Workout. ever. It's like a floating reformer. It actually is. And I did a few... I was like, I'm going to do pretend yoga on it and Mm. did like a downward dog into like a cobra. And Mm. then I did like a... I was like, sun salute and then into warrior. And I went into warrior and like literally lost my balance instantly and fell off. And I was like, well, it is the hard pose when you're on a reformer. Yeah, I did well. Mm. Easier to balance on than you think. Surprisingly. Really? Yeah, not We that have hard. one at Apollo Bay, but Brenton always refuses to go on it with me. Ah. And... No, well, we couldn't really fit on it together. It was a bit... No, like, he just doesn't, doesn't want to want take to go it out. out. And yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to carry it, so... Yeah, fair. Um, and Apollo Bay's tricky because there's, like, a little... It's like where the like river mouth meets like like an inlet the ocean, mm. but the ocean bit is always consistently really rough. Oh. And then the little river bit's fun, and sometimes it would be deep enough, but sometimes it's not. And oh. I literally just want to go on like the flat river bit. I yeah. wouldn't want to go into the ocean. So. That's why the beach at Mornington is so good. It's so protected that they're like tonight. It was a perfect mirror image of the sea and the sky. Like mm. there was no movement. And so flat. Adrian went out because I had to be here Oops. for all of you. Glorified pool is my favourite type of ocean. Yeah, that's exactly... Yeah. That's, like, literally what it is. Yeah. It's my favourite type of ocean, yeah. too, but I feel like it's the wimpy type of ocean. Oh, uh, I just... Sorry, but I don't want to get dumped But everyone was time. floating on their backs. Like, they were that's all so in the nice. dead sea. There were two guys who were, like, 100 metres out, standing there with a beer, just, like, in the middle of the ocean, just having a chat, because there were nice. no waves around them. And I was like, that's lovely. That is the best. That's yeah. the best part about, like, going on a cruise and, like, jumping off the boat in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. It's flat. There's nothing going on. It's so strange. So good. Anyway. First um, of my week was fine. Nothing good. else to report. Nothing else other than paddleboarding happened this week. Oh, yeah. Before we get too far into our own personal banter, we wanted to start this episode by just doing a bit of a reintroduction about us and who we are and how we met because we know that it's difficult to tread back 103 episodes mm. to hear the story again. And that's not ideal either, because we sucked. And, it's like, best you don't. It was awkward then. Um, it's less awkward now. <laughs> so, yeah, we thought we'd... Uh, if Oh, yeah, if you've heard this all before and you don't care to hear it again, or, you know, you could fact-check it to last time. That could be fun, mm. too. You could, like, uh, 
this is what I do sometimes with YouTubers, like in your head, quick, quickly think of what we're about to say before we say it. Oh, yeah. Like how well do you know us? Do it now. And we'll put in the show notes exactly the moment that we actually get into beauty news for everyone who wants to jump ahead so that you can just skip ahead to the right segment. Mm-hmm. So, Lisa. I just realised I haven't actually thought about what I need to say, which is so stressful. Can you just ask me things? Yeah, tell me about yourself. Uh, how did you get into beauty? Um, that's so <laughs> tricky. Um, I got into beauty, like, properly mm. as a kind of profession by doing a makeup course yes. in... Oh, I was 20. Yeah. So eight years ago. Uh, and before that? Almost nine years ago. No. P.S. Incorrect. <gasps> Are you a year younger than me? I always For forget. Sake. <laughs> so we go through this a lot. <laughs> like, ooh, yeah, so I'm 27. I'll be Actually, I'll be 28 when this... No, I won't. I'll be 28 the week after this comes out. Mm-hmm. I was, like, not really into beauty. And then the first time I got into high-end beauty was when I remember distinctly... Wanting a bronzer that just looked like a tan yeah. and wasn't shimmery. And all I wanted from the ages of, like, 13 to 25 was just to be brown. Like, yeah. just br- bronze everything. Still kind of. Um, <laughs> Still kind of for the SunSmart version now. <laughs> yeah. So I f- saw my sister's Nars Laguna bronzer. Mm. And I was like, this is cool. And I used to sneak into her room in the morning and, like, put it on in, like, year seven or something. And I was like, this is the best. Look and how brown I am. No yeah. one can tell. Yeah. And so I was, like, a little bit obsessed with Mecca from, like, that point onwards. Mm. And then I used to shop at Mecca Doncaster a lot. Mm. And, like, all the girls knew me by name. Yeah. No, their customers personally. So all of them. That's really sweet. Yeah. And then, but before you actually got into, like, beauty, beauty, you were studying, oh, you have studied other things throughout the course of your beauty life. So I studied a make, I'll go back to where I was. I studied a makeup course in, I don't know, how old was I? Eight years ago. Yep. And when I finished that, I got employed at Mecca. Yeah. Which is where we met, for those wondering. At Mecca Doncaster, a full circle situation. Yes. Mecca Maxima we were in. And during that time, I studied a Bachelor of Psych. I then did my honours in Psych. Uh, what was it on, you ask? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> Something about... Um, it was the relationship between energy drink consumption and personality traits. Oh. And the results were something to do with, like, risk-taking behaviour and something else were associated. Okay. Positive association with energy drink consumption. I mean, not that surprised. I feel like people who drink energy drinks are a little bit fast and loose, a bit chaotic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, It's a good good hypothesis for going into it. Yes. And then (laughs) after I did that, I did my master's in speech pathology. Mm -hmm. And after I finished that, I was like, no, I'm going to travel. Remember traveling? I'm going to travel. I don't want to work full time. So I just kept working at Mecca. And then I was like, actually, I only want to look for part-time jobs because... I still want to keep working at Mecca, but I'll work as a speech pathologist. And then last year, I... Year before now. Cut the crap. Yeah, 20... 20, No, last year was the year that I stopped working as a speechy. I was still working as a speechy up until about Feb. Were you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Time flies. So that is my life story. I am a sciencey mind. Yes. With a love for high-end makeup. Yes. So... Tell me about you. I wasn't that into beauty. I didn't do a makeup course ever, but I was 
passionate about makeup because I used to wear nine layers of MAC Studio Fix foundation yeah. and paint pot eyeliner. Just on the bottom? Oh, no, top and bottom the whole way around. Okay. You know? What about when you were, like, year eight? Was it just on the bottom or was it always top and no, bottom? No, no, it was, it was a coal pencil, pencil in the bottom, of yeah, course. Good. Anyway, I, for my second ever job when I was, like, 16 years old, started working at the body shop, got into makeup mm. kind of then. Um, then I started working in marketing because I was studying my degree still, but I got a full-time job working in an agency working on beauty brands, doing social media and stuff like that. How the heck did you manage to do that? Because I interned with them for free for mm-hmm. ages, and then yeah. they were like, we'll give you a job, and then I was like, cool. Anyway, then uh, that went tits up, and I decided that I was going to go back into uh, just like a regular job whilst I finished my degree, mm-hmm. enter Mecca, mm-hmm. enter meeting Lisa, and worked at Mecca for a few years, and then uh, exited, oh, went and worked at doing social media for Priceline Mm -hmm. for a little bit. So beauty kind of always stuck around in my life. And obviously I stayed very well connected with the girls who I was working with at Mecca, Mm -hmm. was still so passionate about it. No one else wanted to talk to me about beauty except Lisa. Mm -hmm. And we would catch up and talk about all things beauty. And that's kind of why we decided that we would start the podcast because we had no one to, well, no, our friends were coming to us Mm. and being like, hey, can we get advice on this? And we were like, we love talking about it, and also we have valid opinions most of the time. Yeah. Some of the time. Yeah. And a quarter of the time. Yeah. And so let's let's broadcast those quarter of a time correct opinions. Mm-hmm. And that's my story. So I still work in marketing, and then yeah, podcasting is my little side hustle. Mm. Not a hustle. We make no money. Yeah, we don't. And we had laws. We, we had. We should talk about yeah, no. laws. Elephant in the room. Laws. Um, we met at the same. Point in yes. our lives, made great friends. Loz works in high up buying for a beauty retailer now, which makes her literally impossible to get onto because she's always on the phone to the opposite side of the world in the morning and at night. Yeah. She started the pod with us. She makes probably the most valuable contributions, <laughs> but unfortunately, we can't fucking tie her down. Me and Alex live in the east, she lives in the inner city. Yeah. It's a bloody nightmare. For all those asking, yes, we're still friends. Yes, yes we still love yeah, her. Yeah. We literally just can't record with her, which is why we, like, can't take her out of any of the imagery and all that stuff because, like, we still like her. If we dumped her, we could just cut her out of it, but we can't and we miss her. But, yeah, sometimes she'll come back, guys, sometimes, but she's a really hard woman to track down. And you can still ask her questions in our DMs, as some people tend to do from yes. time to time, and yes. we'll pass them on and get you your answers. And a lot of the time we get emails like, hi, Lisa, Alex, and Lauren, and we're like, oh, you haven't listened, have you, sweet angels? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet child. No, we won't do an interview with you. <laughs> So, yeah, that's our life story. If you want to find some of the best friends of your life, we recommend um, going to your nearest Mecca and begging for a job because you will find the best people you will ever meet. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, we should talk about why we do what we do. We purposely started this podcast in the format that we have because everybody else was podcasting about beauty, interviewing founders of beauty brands. And that's Mm -hmm. lovely, amazing content. We love it. Mm. But we needed a, something else to talk about that wasn't talking to brands. And also, we're most passionate probably about ingredients, skincare, what's happening in the beauty world. And we're both uh, pretty avid YouTube watchers, which means that we also lend into the beauty news space as well. Yeah. So, I think we might be the only two people still watching like beauty YouTubers. I think so as well. No, some of our, some of our listeners yeah, do thank too. God. We're, we're a dying breed. We are. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop. Like I have been watching. I'll never stop. Solidly. Like it's all I do. Like if I'm watch if I'm not watching TV, like 
or on realestate.com. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. It's truly part of my identity. Or working or picking up dog poo or like running. They like your Pilates, run, realestate.com, working, beauty YouTubers. Cook dinner whilst watching beauty YouTubers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we also cover snacks in this podcast because snacks are life and why would we not mm. is all I want to know. What a weird time for someone to call me. Mm. All right. Well, that's the end of the wrap up about us. No one asked us questions. Except oh. Ash wants to know uh, what our favourite cheese is. What's yours? This is really hard. It's really hard. On a cheese board? Yeah. I need variation, but I would say a Daffinois for yeah. my soft cheese. Same. I'll happily do like a Mercy Valley or some kind of crumbly vintagey cheddar Yum. for my cheddar. And I am also big into like a, a waxy goody, a goody, a, a waxy nutty gouda with mm. a honey drizzle. Ooh, yum. That's like those three would have me done. What's your faves? I would pick a Mercy Valley mm. for my cheddar. I would pick a Daffinois for my soft. Mm-hmm. And I also very much love a Meredith Goat's cheese. You Ooh, know yeah. the one, not in the oil, the one that's like a flat finger in a Yeah, that's plastic. hard to open without cutting off the edges. Yes, yeah. that one. Soft cheese that you can spread easily on biscuit. Like a dilly goat? Almost like a dilly goat, but it doesn't taste like goat. I have a thing about goat cheeses. I hate them. They taste like goat. Yeah. Like just how sometimes sheep, te- sheep cheeses taste like sheep. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Mm. Anyway, that's it on us. Shall we get into beauty news? Yeah. Uh, that's the tea on that. Beauty news time. First thing that we wanted to talk about this week. Yep. Did we actually look into this? I looked into it. Oh, I have quotes. <laughs> okay. Well, Celeste Barber mm-hmm. for Model Co. Yes. She's been announced as their newest ambassador, which is great. Uh, Model Co. have said that they actually ha- are doing amazingly out of the pandemic. Good for them. Apparently, people want to spend less on luxury beauty, according to their media release. Mm-hmm. And they're now Australia's fastest growing beauty brand and the number one selling beauty brand in Woolworth supermarkets, outselling global competitors like Maybelline and Rimmel. So they said they've seen a huge sales growth as women tighten their budgets, ditch expensive luxury brands, and look for affordable products that perform even better than high comp- and than what high-end companies are producing. Do you know why I think they did well? Why? Because people were only leaving their house for one purpose. And to, that go to, was to go to the supermarket. Yeah. So people were doing a one-stop shop when people would not ordinarily do a one-stop shop. I completely agree with you, and this is what I want to talk about. Sorry, Celeste Barber, you are it's you you're a wonderful beauty piece of beauty news, but we have other things to talk about now. Yeah. I also thought this might not be a true observation, but it's my personal observation mm-hmm. that during lockdown I wasn't as worried about wearing high-end products because I wasn't as concerned about longevity in the yeah. wear of my makeup because I wasn't leaving the house. Yeah. I could touch up at any point in the day if I needed to by turning around mm-hmm. and walking to my makeup desk. Agree. And there also wasn't the joy in the routine and like getting ready for a night out. Like I know yeah. that people that aren't us and aren't snobs have their day-to-day foundation and then their luxury foundation that they wear when they go out and whatever and people weren't going out so they weren't using their expensive makeup to not be seen so it makes total sense that they do that i completely agree and also if i was purchasing a beauty brand from the supermarket yeah i guess i would pick model co as well yeah i just want slim pickings in my opinion when it comes to supermarket makeup agree (laughs) i want to touch on something that Centaine McLean Mm. posted about the other day Mm. and she was like I'm just a little bit disappointed Model Co like when was the last product that you released that wasn't a knockoff of another beauty brand and I was like absolutely agree true 
they say that they're luxury for less. So, like, they're actually probably doing it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they are qu- – I think they're a good brand in terms of their quality, particularly for the price point. I yeah. like that they're Aussie. Like, I I want to like them. I like their fake tan. Yeah. I'll give that Jackie a Jackie Alexander yeah. swears by their fake tan. And she looks and amazing she in it. always <laughs> looks good in yeah. the tan in the can. Yeah. But they need to do things like that, the tan in the can, which they kind of, like – pioneered yeah please don't just copy glossier boy brow all the time yeah and i get if you're doing it right it's kind of fun it's more accessible it's cheap it's easy i like it but i want them to be innovative and stop just stealing other people's shit because other brands in the supermarket aren't really doing that i agree i think the model co pioneered before their time i remember when they first i first came across them was in Klein's, which was a originally a beauty store on Brunswick Street in Fitzroy when yeah. I was, like, in year nine, eight, seven, young. And they had – not only do they have the tan in the can that cost, like, $45 for a spray tan in a can at the time, which was wild. Fuck. And they had these beautiful little, like, lip balm in a plastic wand, which Ooh. nowadays not sustainable, bad choice of packaging. But they were innovative products that I hadn't seen anywhere else. Mm. And I like that you don't have to stick your finger in things like that. Yeah, it was that. good. You just snapped the end of it and put your lip balm on and it was disposable, oh. so it was like for makeup artists. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Good things. Don't mm. do that anymore. They just knock things off. And yeah. they're definitely not the same. They don't have the same era of like luxury that they did about them then. I agree. Uh, speaking of beauty podcasts, because we are one, Gemma Watts <laughs> from the Glow Journal did a really interesting interview with the founder of Model Co., and she talked about, like, all the original products and stuff like that. So if you want to hear that kind of content, go listen to Jim. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next on our beauty, whilst we're talking about beauty ambassadors, Ashley Graham this week mm. signed on to be the new global ambassador for Saint-Tropez, mm. which is interesting. She's plus size, isn't she? Or considered a plus size model. Yes, yep, she definitely is. She would not be the first plus size model, I'm sure, to be an ambassador for a tanning brand, but for a brand as, I want to say it, Old school. Old school. Traditional. Yeah, traditional Saint-Tropez. Mm. Good news for them. Yeah, good news. Sounds like they're chasing Jules yeah, Von, Von Hepp. Hepp. I agree. The old Saint-Tropez. Did he work for man. them? Yeah, he oh, was like their head, one of the head honchos there. He was like their professional tanner and did all of the press and stuff for them. Sounds like they're trying to get a little taste of Jules at Saint-Tropez. Potentially. Saint-Tropez is such a good tan. Whenever I'm doing people's makeup and I ask, like, oh, what tan did you use? They always say Saint-Tropez and it's always good. Saint-Tropez looks great on my mum. It's the one that she doesn't fuck up. Mm. It's just so dry on me. I get instant eczema. It's so dry and so green on me. It doesn't work for me either. Yeah. I like the tone, but... Well, it would be fine for you because you naturally olive. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Next thing I wanted to talk about is so random. Have you seen Shan XO launching a beauty supplement this week? No, but I saw you put this in the notes and I was like, I'll just let her tell me because I'm excited. I do know that she was launching or has launched a little like healthcare online store where she stocks all of her favorite like keto items and some of her like food items. And one, it's like a one-stop shop. Two, it's a retailer so that people in New Zealand can get things that can be difficult to get there that, you know, Mm. that you have to ship them from the US and stuff. So I knew she had that. I did not know that she had that, which is very interesting. Well, you clearly don't watch enough YouTube because me and Shanexo Vlogs channel on the passenger seat while I drive is mm-hmm. a big mood. So um, so her beauty supplement is called Ugaia. Yeah. When I first looked at it, 
E-U-G-A-I-A. I was like... Yuja? Yuja. Yuja. No, Yuja makes total sense when I look at it, but I feel like I would have said Yuja. It's a beauty and collagen supplement. Mm-hmm. And it, is, it comes in like three or five flavors. Surprisingly too many flavors. But they're interesting looking flavors. Strawberry and lime, passion fruit and lime. Ooh, yummy. Yum. Would try. Not your standard, you know, mm. any other collagen supplement. Mm. Go on. Uh, how is your 30 days of glow going? Well, should I talk about that after we talk yes, about you guys? Yes, that's why I closed <laughs> yeah, my mouth. Yeah, yes. cool. Um, sustainably sourced, gluten-free, GMO-free and low sugar, which is interesting that it's not no sugar or sugar-free and she's used sweetener, but potentially... Maybe it's literally got natural fruit. Yes, I haven't. I haven't looked in at the nutritional labels. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I found it really interesting. It's got hydrolyzed French marine collagen. Don't know how we feel about that. Um, hydrolyzed elastin, vitamin C, zinc, uh, vitamin B3, apple cider vinegar powder, kiwi fruit powder, and silica colloidal and iodus. I don't even know what that is. It's supposed to support collagen formation, joint function, brain and bone health, skin appearance, texture, complexion, elasticity, hydration, and support a healthy gut as well. It looks fine. We don't believe the claims that drinking collagen will help improve your development of collagen, right? That's been falsified. Yes. Yes. It has. Anyway, an interesting flex from her. I didn't see her going into the beauty supplement route, but now she has. It is an interesting flex, but I'm, like, less shocked by Shanexo bringing out a beauty supplement than I was by Tati bringing yeah. out a beauty supplement. True. Because what ever happened to Halo? Is that still selling? I don't know. Does she still And exist? then remember her eyeshadow palettes as well? Like, literally, where the fuck is Tati gone? Where has she gone? Is she doing videos anymore? I don't get them in my feed at all if she does. I somewhat feel like Jeffree Star has, like... Ruined her forever? Yeah. That sucks. She mustn't be making any money anymore. Anyway, uh, my beauty chef 30 days of glow Mm -hmm. is going fine. Mm. I have drunk it every single day, which is a testament to the fact that I don't put it off because it tastes gross, which is great. Yeah. Like I actually don't this morning. I found it in my suitcase because I was in Mornington actively carried it upstairs when I was done being upstairs for the day so that I could take it. Like Mm -hmm. I actually don't mind it at all. It's Mm -hmm. lovely. My burps in the morning taste like berries, mm. something I've grown accustomed to. Pretty. Mm, <laughs> and I'm 15 days in now, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I think that it might have improved the dryness in my skin. Mm. I would say that overall I'm less dry and scaly. flaky at the yep. moment, definitely less scaly. Other than that, I'm not sure that I can attribute any like less breakouts to it at this point or mm. anything like that. So I, I'll keep pushing through. Yeah. Not unhappy with it. Oh, and one thing I wanted to add about it was that I made a note about a lack of symptom from it, which is, you know, when you take a supplement or like a powder or you try something that has probiotics or prebiotics in it and it makes your tummy like a symphony. Like it's like, and it's like squealing and like making Mm -hmm. all these noises. Mine did that earlier this week because I had one of those kefir drinks or kefir Mm. or whatever they are. And my stomach went off the chain. And then I was like, you know what I have realized about it and what I do appreciate is that my body has tolerated the um, Beauty Chef one really well. It's also low FODMAP. So for people with gut issues, like many of the people that listen to this podcast, it's actually really good. Yeah, that and that can be really hard to find in things like that because they often contain artificial sweeteners or prebiotics. And yes. by the very nature of a FODMAP diet, prebiotics is what produces gas and therefore yes. is Well, a it has disaster. prebiotic in it, but it's from... It's prebiotics, which is starch produced from sweet potato, I believe. Okay. And that's okay. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, yeah, really good. Enjoying it, not hating it. That's good to know. Yeah. 
Uh, next in the beauty news, it's not really beauty news for us, but Westman Atelier entered Sephora in the US hmm. this week. I didn't know they weren't in there already. No, I think they're more, like, boutique-y, yeah. indie than that. Okay. But it does make sense for them to be hashtag clean at Sephora, very much so. Yes. I also do feel like they're in the YouTube beauty space, and if they're not in Sephora in the States, then where are they? They yeah. must be relatively hard to get onto, so... I agree. Must be purchasing from their own website only, because I actually don't know of them being stocked anywhere else. Maybe department stores? Maybe. I imagine that they'd be in, like, a Barney's or something. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. I don't. And the last piece of beauty news I have this week is that Hayley Bieber has a has, has filed for a trademark on a beauty brand called, well, they've said, Hypothetical Name Road, which is apparently her middle name, R-H-O-D-E. Oh, like Road. Like Road. Like Road. Island. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, interesting. Yes. Because she is the face of their minerals. Ah. One of the faces. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah. Also, I found it interesting that it's under, like, Hayley Bieber beauty. Like, does she wait until she married Justin Bieber to get, like, the Bieber beauty little beautiful little ba 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 Maybe. Or she's just jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, they've been married, like, over a year now, haven't they? Yeah, probably. Who knows? Oh, and also, uh, sad news to report, I'm not having a consultation with Curate. Oh. The lovely Michelle called me. Oh. And she, because I told her that I had issues with my butt, Mm. and she was like, let's have a chat about it on the phone. And so I spoke to her on the phone, and I was like, this is where I'm at. I know that I probably can't necessarily be cured by, like, just some on-the-surface skin Mm -hmm. treatment, because I obviously have an autoimmune condition, and she was like, hmm... You're an interesting one. And she said, my preference with you would be that I find a dermatologist for you to meet in person to go through maybe a little bit more of an in-depth look into what's going on. She was like, I just think that we can treat what you've got at a surface level, but it's not going to treat the issue. And I was like, I really appreciate you saying that to me. She said, if you do see a dermatologist and they prescribe you, even if it is a topical retinoid, Mm -hmm. she was like, I want you to call me and talk to me about it just to make sure that we are supporting your skin you know, in other ways, mm-hmm. if you do take that. So, yeah, I was appreciative of the call. Yeah. I'm sad that I'm not getting it treated right away. Yeah. But appreciative of the call and the fact that she spent the time to listen to me. And she was she was like, oh, honey, if you're Googling what's wrong with you, it's because you don't have support. And I was like, Aww. I know. <laughs> and that's why I need support. And she was like, we'll find you someone. She's like, we know all the dermatologists in Melbourne. We'll find someone you can see in person. And I was like, thank Aww, you. Oh, sweet angel. Yes, yeah, sweet angel, Michelle. Very busy, though. They're run off their feet at the moment because of, obviously, everything, all the beautiful launches that they've been doing. Oh, so. I thought you were going to say because of, obviously, obviously all, all us. Of our many listeners. <laughs> Let's Good not guess. pretend like we have that. Uh, kidding. You thought that was the last thing. Oh, false. Jen Atkin got oh. eyebrow transplants. <laughs> yes, I... I heard her saying that she was going to do it maybe in yeah. a vlog. Yeah. I, um, Tell me She about had it. it on her stories, and I think I messaged it to you a while ago. Maybe. The cons- first consult that she had. <sighs> I don't understand. So her brows, not that sparse to no. begin with. Like, she kept showing all of these, like, raw, naked photos of her brows. You were like, normal and brows. And I was like, they're fine. And she does work in hair, though. She clearly has high expectations of, like, a luscious amount of follicles. <laughs> I know, but, like, they really they really weren't patchy. And she was like, I've had so many DMs and stuff of people saying, 
Like, we want to microblade your brows, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? Yeah. And... How could she ever trust someone to do that? I know. And she was... Anyway, she went with Dr... I want to say his name was Dr. Champagne. Really? And the clinic... In the clinic was also Dr. Diamonds. And it was literally Champagne and Diamonds. She's like, this is real. No. No, it is. Like, genuinely. That's ridiculous. I know. Anyway, she showed the process... And they basically took a little graft thing from the back of her head. So she had like four little stitches in the back of her head where they took her human head hair and they grafted it into her eyebrows. Yes. I don't understand because I thought that your human head hair had a certain length. And yes. I thought that your brows have a certain length. And yes. I don't understand if she's now going to have to trim she the She will, hairs. surely. She'll have to trim them. Because how else would your face know to, to not grow stop them. growing head hairs on your eyebrows. I, like, really don't get it. So Adrian has this stupid thing that he always says whenever he we find a random long hair on his body. He's like, it transplanted from my head. And I'm like, Adrian, I'm not sure if you think that's a joke or if you think it's possible because it's not possible for that to happen. Well, the follicle would have to sit on your skin for so long before it implanted itself. Impossible. It anyway. just looks so easy. Basically, it's the exact same process as, like, getting a hair transplant. Yeah. On, on your head for yeah. balding people, but it's smaller and quicker. I think she said it took about two hours, and there was a bit of swelling and a bit of bruising, but pretty minor discomfort. The back of her head didn't hurt where she got the hair taken out of, and she's really happy with the results. I need to know more. I'm absolutely so confused. I don't understand how also, like, technically speaking, the bald patches aren't producing hair anymore, so how does just plugging in a follicle from your head make it start automatically growing hair? Because you're literally planting the hair in there. But, like, I get that. Mm. But how does the follicle continue to regenerate more hair? Where is it coming from? Okay, so, like, <laughs> you've got your veggie patch. Yeah. And your rosemary died. Yeah. It's gone. It's dead. Yeah. And then you go to Bunnings and you buy a pot of rosemary and you plant that there. You're not wondering how the old rosemary is regenerating. But what right? I'm imagining... Because new rosemary is growing there and flourishing. What I'm imagining in my mind is that the rosemary has died because the soil that you've that the original rosemary was in has no nutrients because no. you haven't fertilised it ever. She and might, there's nothing there anymore. She might not have ever had hair there. Yeah. So how the fuck? Because they're putting in a hair there. <laughs> it, the hair doesn't need, like, the skin to, like, foster a good soil for it. It's just... They're just putting it in. That's so weird. Yeah. How does the follicle generate more dead collagen to keep producing more hair? It's just in there and then it, like, is alive. It blows my mind. Yeah. We need Hannah Rion to talk about this. Yeah, we need a trichologist. <laughs> okay, let's find one. Anyway. I don't think they're things here. I think maybe just dermatologists do it here, but I know in the UK they have special hair doctors and they're called trichologists, I believe. Fun fact, beauty news. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our product trial. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> Damn. This week, we tried the new Marc Jacobs Spring range of Daisy. Daisy Spring. Daisy Spring. Guys. Do you know how freaking confusing it is? We can't complain. But the lovely people at Cody contacted us and said, would you like to try this fragrance? And Lisa and I both looked at it and went, oh, no, we're fragrance snobs. This is going to be bad. And then we saw it was Daisy and we thought, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) No, sweet, youthful Daisy wearers. Yes. We're not you. And then... And then we realized that one of the notes in one of the fragrances is pink pepper. And we thought, that sounds like it could be okay for us. So we'll give it a go. Yes. Anyway, then they sent us three. And so now we have three different types of daisies in three different size bottles that all have three different scents. And it's very hard to keep on top of. And they all have flowery lids and they're all different. And it's just so, it's so confusing. They're beautiful looking though. Very cute. And all three of them look so gorgeous together. Yeah, you need the collection. You do. I get why they sent it to us. Yes. But anyway, sorry. Let's talk about it. We have... Daisy Love. The stumpiest of the three perfumes. Very confusing. (laughs) This one has a big single flower on it. Yes. This one has top notes of uh, fig nectar. I believe... No. I think that... I think Marc Jacobs sent us the wrong notes. I'm not going to lie because Fragrantica has different ones. I don't know who to trust. Probably should trust the brand that it came from. Mm -hmm. So they say top notes are fig, middle notes are pink peony, and the base notes are fig milk accord. I think that on Fragrantica, it's the other way around. Top note, pink peony, middle note, fig, and base note, fig nectar. I think they say on Fragrantica for this one. Should we describe it? Yes. This one I would describe as the Daisy uh, younger sister. Yeah, so would I. Smells sweeter. Mm -hmm. uh, Richer, I would say. Juicy. Juicy. Very, like this, it literally smells like year nine to me. Like a lovely tween or teen gifting fragrance a nice one yeah it's it's nicer than a britney spears fantasy but it could be the britney spears fantasy of this modern era do you agree i agree it reminded me at first sniff of the ellis brooklyn sweet fragrance yeah and how i said that that smelled a little bit like victor and rolf Mm. would also say this falls into the similar category of that yeah i'm gonna put this in and guys I'm a weird fragrance person in that I kind of can't describe things, but then I also do have a very good sense of smell. Yeah. But to me, things are either like luxury and yummy smelling or they have a generic department store smell. This has that generic department store smell. This one, um, someone perfectly described as a very simple fragrance. Yes. It has three notes and you know that there are three notes in that when you smell it. It's not complex. Yeah. I would agree with that statement. Agree. The middle one, the mid-sized bottle the 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 middle the mediumest of them all the jan brady the jan brady of the fragrances is the signature daisy but it's a limited edition version of it we yeah. believe yeah. so it's it, the daisy yeah spring it throws back to original daisy yeah. at first sniff but it also has green cardamom mm-hmm. pink rosebuds and rosewood in there yeah. so more rosy it smells like regular daisy 
but springtime. Like, it smells like if you uh, added blossoms to Daisy, in my yeah. opinion. Like, fresh, like literally fresh. This is my favourite iteration of Daisy. This is wearable. I couldn't wear regular Daisy. In fact, do you know what? I probably couldn't wear this, but Daisy's one of those fragrances that would make me gag if I wear it because I get headachey from fragrances like mm. that. But when I smell it on other people, I'm like, mm, smells like Nostalgia. such and such. And it's like yeah. I, a nice smell on other people. Yeah, I agree. Um, not sad about this one. This no. one's fun. I think this one was my, potentially my favourite uh-huh. of them. Yeah, that's my second favourite. The Daisy with Love, or Daisy Love, is my least favourite. Very young smelling to me. Yeah. This one um, would can appreciate on other people but wouldn't wear myself. Yep. And then last we have... Daisy Oh So Fresh. This is the one that we thought that we would like the most mm-hmm. from looking at the notes. It's like green tea, matcha, green tea flower, matcha, and... Pink pepper! Pink pepper. For those that don't understand our fragrance preferences, we pretty much just want... Zesty. We want zesty pink pepper and ambroxan. Yes. In our fragrances. A little bit synthetic smelling, a little bit zesty, a little yeah. bit complex. Yeah. I don't know how to describe that. The thing with this is, with Daisy Oh So Fresh... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's disappointing because it's not. Because for me to ever think that I would like a Daisy fragrance is wild. So it's actually very appointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not disappointing. It's surprising. I am appointed. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the way this smells like when I sniff the From nozzle. The bottle. Yeah. It's like juicy and a little bit like green tea herby and lovely. And I can smell the pink pepper and it's really yum and it kind of makes my mouth water. When I spray it, I get a little bit more of those base notes that have that, like, I don't know, you know. Eh. And what I will say about this is it disappears. Is this one an EDT? Let me check. No, they're not. They're all EDPs, I think. Anyway, yeah. uh, my thoughts on this one when I first smelt it was that, again, I really like her from the bottle. And when I spritzed it first, it reminds me of something that I would very happily wear you know when you feel like it's a sticky day mm-hmm. and you're like, I just want to smell fresh? Mm-hmm. This is a good one for that. I don't really wear deodorant. Yeah. And this sounds weird, but this is like the perfume that I'd spray on my yes. pits. So when it mixes with your sweat, it yeah. smells like fresh. clean and fresh. Yes, I agree. It's yeah. like a nice one that you could even throw in like a gym bag or yeah. something like that. Or your car. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I just need to freshen up. I mean, I probably don't advocate for leaving a perfume in your car. It'll probably kill it. Yeah. But like, if you feel like you need to smell fresh and freshen up, this is a really nice one for that. It's really it's the nice. the green tea, but I think because it's green tea flower, it's just a smidge too sweet for me. Mm. If it had been only green tea, I think would have liked it a little bit more. I think that it's a really nice, like, layering fragrance, and it's very nice and light, and you could spritz it all over. I am shocked by how much I liked this because I don't like normal fragrances. I'm very... Fussy. Fussy. I Yeah, very much shocked. So um, if you... Someone that maybe tolerates Daisy or wore Daisy in the past but now feel like you're slightly above the Daisy franchise, check out Oh So Fresh. Or if you have a daughter or a teenager in your life and you want to buy them something that you're not going to absolutely despise, these would be lovely too. Yeah, all three of them would be nice. And they're cute as a button. They're so cute. Anyway, moving right along. We have empties. Oh, yeah. Yours are all body empties by the looks of things. Mm, Got a mix. What's your empties? My first empty is the Mecca Athletica body wash. That lasted you a while. Lasted me quite a while, but I only use it on my, like, blemishy areas or areas where I feel like I need to clean and exfoliate pores. So, like... The butt. Butt, underarms, Mm -hmm. like, back of my neck kind of area and, like, my chest sometimes if it's a bit hot and sweaty. Yep. Uh, Really liked it. 
haven't had an urge to repurchase it yet, but I wouldn't say that I wouldn't repurchase yeah. it. I think it's a nice one to have in the shower, but it's not a staple, if yeah. that makes sense. It smells so good, though. Yeah, it smells really lovely. Like a lamb. Roast lamb. Yeah. Fresh roast lamb. Like a fresh... Like a mojito meets a roast lamb. Like if Daisy met roast lamb. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> if Daisy oh so fresh met a roast lamb. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of what it smells yeah. like. Anyway, um, my next empty is the Center Stage Mascara from Designer Brands. Yep. Went the second through... bottle? No, the first. Damn it. Have I spoken oh. about that before? I feel like I've only just started it the new one. It was your favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, my Laneige Creamy Toner, Crib Skin Toner. Yeah. Beautiful. We'll purchase again. Still going through my second bottle, which we had left at the beach house and now have re- reclaimed. Thank God. Thank goodness. Anastasia Brow Definer. Mm-hmm. Devastated. Mm. Need to buy another one. Mm. Can only buy it at Mecca online. Stupidly. Or online. Yes. Stupidly went in store mm. to Mecca and picked up my Beauty Loop box and a Kosas Concealer, which I've also run out of. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I'll get the Anastasia Brow thing. And then I realized that they don't sell it in store. No, and then I bought to to Sephora. I bought the Beauty Loop box and the Kosas Concealer anyway. And then I was like, oh, and I could have got free shipping if I'd just done it all on Mecca Online. Oh, disaster. I'm an idiot. So I haven't repurchased it what, yet. What um, Mecca were you at? Eastland. Ah, so you couldn't even go to Sephora. No, oh, I know. Feck. It was a disaster. And she was like, you can buy the Hourglass one. It's, like, really lovely as well. And I was like, yeah. I know it's really lovely, but I go through it so fast. I can't justify it. Interesting. The Hourglass one lasts me so long. Wow. Do you find with the Anastasia Brow Definer, which mm. is, for those listening at home the that haven't one. used that, yeah, that maybe have used Hourglass Arch Brow because who in their right mind hasn't dabbled in an Arch Brow? Mm. So Arch Brow has the issue a lot of people find that you get to a certain point and it, it starts to fall out of the, mm. the barrel. Does the Anastasia one have that issue? No. Crazy. Annoyingly so because there's still – I can see in the very top of the tube, even though I've run it yeah. all the way to, like, skin Nub. level and beyond. Yeah. I've indented the nubs. Yes. It's There's still more product in there and I can't Smash get it. it out. Smash it. Let it fall out. Yeah. Anyway, and my last empty is, well, I had the Kosas Concealer, which I've already repurchased, and the Hourglass Vanish Foundation in Nude, which I've also already repurchased. The stick. The stick. Yeah. Lovely. Awesome. Okay. I have two body favorites, which is very telling. Empties. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Empties. Because when do I ever moisturize my body? Um, not last I heard ever. No, but we had so much sun and I was in the sun so much and my skin was dry and I was salty and chlorine because I was swimming all the time that I actually felt the urge to moisturize. Mm. So I finished go to skin party and I've pretty much finished, but sort of have to like whack the end of the bottle of the QV with ceramides. They both have a place in my heart. Skin party is nice and thick and rich and you wake up feeling soft the next day. QV is light and hydrating and you wake up feeling soft the next day but with no greasy residue. Yeah. They're both great. I love both. I will probably I prefer... I haven't finished either of my ones of these yet, but I prefer Skin Party in the morning whereas I prefer QV at night. And I know that might be counterintuitive because it sticks around, but for me it smells better on my skin. The QV, whilst I absolutely love it, has a bit of a QV scent about it. And it's like a bit ointmenty medicinal. Yeah, and I feel like it makes my legs smell a bit ointmenty. Yeah. It's the only way I can describe it. I just prefer this. Also, I feel like some people like richer creams at night. Yeah. Like the reverse of you, but I do understand what you mean. And like, if you want to get into your sheets and you don't want to feel all sticky, then the QV is perfect because it's nice and lightweight. Yes. 
Uh, we finished, me and Brenton, because it's a shared shower item, the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Pore Cleansing Gel. I should be mentioning. Skin Party, I'll probably buy a backup of, but I'm going to finish my Glossier Body Hero <gasps> first. Because, How is that still okay? Oh, my God. It's probably it's so four foul. years old. It's still, it just smells so good. I'm not getting rid of it. Uh, QV Intensive, I think I have a backup of already. The Dr. Dennis Gross Pore Refining Alpha Beta Cleanser, we have a backup of and already working our way through it. Yep. This is not an empty, but this is something I'm throwing out. Feel how full it is. Can I have it if you're throwing it if out? If you want. Why do you hate it? This is the Aveda Pure Abundance Volumizing Shampoo. I bought this because I have flat shin- shit uh, limp dick hair. Flat shint dick <laughs> hair. <laughs> and I thought that I would try and get some volume. I hate this. Why? I feel like it makes my hair stringy. I feel like it doesn't really clean it. Not in the way that, like, it felt dirty, gritty, volumized after. I just felt like it did nothing. Oh. And it's just, like, I don't really enjoy the smell. Like, I just feel like every other shampoo that I've used at any price point, I've enjoyed more than that. That's really interesting. I had the Aveda, the pink range. Cherry Blossom. The, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the... I forget what it is. Hydrating range, I think it is. It's like, yeah, it's a very classic one, and they do it in the the cherry blossom i uh liked it but i did because it doesn't have sulfates in it i did find that i had to like almost triple cleanse my hair to get it properly clean and also because it's hydrating i couldn't use it as my only shampoo that i would wash with during the week i needed to like mix it up with something less hydrating because otherwise it just ended up oily very quickly i think it's the lack of sulfate it's the natural thing but i have used sulfate free shampoo for like six years because i'm very like I'd say I'm, like, allergic to sulfates. Like, yeah. it gives me, like... Rashy skin. Like, yeah, like, yeah. bloody, scabby skin. Yuck. And I just hate it. I hate it so much. I can't explain it. Okay, good to know. Uh, the Anastasia Brow Wiz in Taupe. Yep. We're on the same brow cycle. Very clearly. We, we bought them around the same time, too. Um, yes, I will re- rebuy. I already have backups. Yeah. And, and you buy, like, three of them at a time every yeah, time well, you buy. Yeah, because you have to shop online anyway, and yeah. it's just like, oh, come on. And then the last empty is the Liberty Bell Glam Squad, which is their Hyaluronic B3, B5 Hydrating Serum. This is sad. I love this dearly. Uh, yes, I will rebuy or hopefully Liberty Bell will send me some. I adore it. I forgot to mention that I finished my retinol, the ah. 0.75 from them. I repurchased it at Christmas time thinking that I was about to run out. It lasted surprisingly for ages especially mm. considering i was using it on my butt and my face for a period of time there which is basically three faces in one when you repurchased though you leveled up to 1.25 did no you know? i didn't i only oh. bought 0.75 again okay. but i'm leveling up next time fun to 1.25 i think i'm ready you're ready i'm ready my skin is ready you're ready to age backwards yes anyway good empties yeah dang these products are so good what's the deal what's your beauty fave this week um my beauty fave, mm. I kind of didn't really have one. Um, so it's just a little shout out to my Parlux hairdryer. Oh, goody. Why have you been blow drying your hair this week? Um, I just washed my hair last night and it was before bed and I was like, ah, I need to blow dry my hair. Yeah. But I haven't blow dried my hair since the last time I talked about using my diffuser. So I had to take the diffuser off and then I couldn't mm. find my nozzle. Mm. And so I was like, eh, fuck it, I can't be bothered. It's like... 50% dry, I'll just blast it with the non-nozzle. The open-end hair I've dryer. never used Me it either. without that Me on. Holy shit. I think I dried my hair in under a minute. Oh, wow. Like, I'm not kidding. It dried so fast. There is so much power when it doesn't come out of a nozzle. <laughs> and I was like, 
It probably doesn't matter for you either because you don't have curly hair. Like, I use the thin nozzle because I have to smooth my... Yeah, like cuticle. Yeah, Yeah. because my hair is ridiculously frizzy otherwise. Whereas I can literally just, like, blow from below and just... Yeah. And I was just like, this thing is fucking powerful. It's like a leaf blower. Yeah. It's a very mid-range hairdryer. It's light to hold and it has serious power. And if you're like me and have limp dick hair and it doesn't matter if you damage your hair because, like, you basically can't... Mm. Three heat, three breeze. Oh, that's Woo! what I put mine on all the yeah, time. I don't just care. blast oh. the shit out of it. Yeah. Like a 45-second dry time. So good. So good. My beauty fave this week is the Kosas Concealer. Yes. I'm on to my third. That's really good. I'm also, going to buy them for my kit. We forgot to talk about the fact that they did launch new shades yeah. in it when they launched new shades. So shout out to Kosas for bringing out a way, way, way bigger shade range. Yeah. Both in terms of like... Light and dark, but also they were just all so yellow before, yellow. which was the reason that I hadn't bought them. And I'm very excited to go in and get a color match. It's the most lovely concealer ever. It's got very good coverage, and also it's a lovely creamy concealer. Probably doesn't help with my cra- my crazy eyelids, yeah. would have to say. Mm. But under the eye, nothing compares. I had to use another concealer under my eyelids. In fact, I think it was probably Bare Minerals Bare Skin, which I used to think was a lovely hydrating under eye concealer. Yeah. But in comparison, it's very serum-y feeling. It's too thin. It's too thin. Yeah. The Kosas is perfect in every way, and I don't see myself ever using another concealer again. Wow, that's huge. I would say the Kosas, for those, and I've mentioned this before, but I used to say the perfect mix mix was a NARS creamy concealer with the Bare Minerals Serum Concealer, which I think the Bare Minerals Serum Concealer, P.S., play the music. Send me all of your residual stock, please, for the love of God. I'm pretty sure it's been discontinued, which is fucked because it's literally like the only good product that they sell. <laughs> Did I go there? Oops. Other than the Complexion Rescue? Yeah. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. I do like that product. Yeah. Um, well, it's like one of the best selling concealers at Mecca. It's also a very affordable concealer. Yeah. It's just, it's just, a bit, I, I'm just shocked. Okay. I'm yeah. just shocked. Anyway. I was saying the best combination used to be a little bit of NARS Cream Concealer and a little bit of the Bare Skin because it's they true. just made that lovely cocktail. It thinned out the NARS, made it a little bit more hydrating. It sat on blemish as well. It sat under the eyes well. Kosas does it in one. It actually does. The only thing I would say would rival it for creamy consistency would be the Cosmetics Bye Bye Under Eye. Oh, which is a different consistency. So on me, the Kosas is like a semi-matte. Like it's not a semi-matte. It's hydrating, but it sets down. Wow. Whereas the It Cosmetics is waxy, elasticy, and it does yeah. not set. That's a good point. It's yeah. movable, yeah. whereas the Kosas does not stay movable or pliable. It sort of sets down. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, snack. Just took it to my veins! Mine is a weird snack this week. Go on. More of a meal. Smoothies. Oh, I've started getting back on the smoothie train as well recently. Same. It's summer. Yeah. And Brenton has been making them, and then I'm like, oh, that's fun. You never make me food, so then I drink them. Mm. But I've got a specific product recommendation from within the smoothie. Go on. So I've been loving Brenton's smoothies, but if you've met me, you know that, one, I have a gigantic appetite as it is. Two, I tend to exercise a decent amount, particularly in the morning, so I'm always very hungry in the morning. Mm. Three, I can eat nonstop until like 3 p.m. and I won't reach satiation. Yeah. So hungry all the time. So a smoothie for me is like, that's great, but it's just like a it's very high-calorie drink for yeah, me. Yeah, literally. Like, it does nothing for me. <laughs> so I was like, I need to put some protein in my smoothies so that they act as, like, a meal. Mm. And 
I hate protein mm. and I'm very sensitive to, I don't know, erythritol, yeah. uh, aspartame, any fake sugar. Yeah. I hate it. Like people that can drink Diet Cokes, I think you're disgusting because like all I taste is just like... Yeah. And Brenton is a food scientist and sometimes the the like air of <gasps> fake sugar from like Follows the factory is on him and wow. I'm like, oh, yuck, like just no... So, I was like, where am I going to find a protein that I, I like? he absorbs that through his pores. He totally would. Probably. He's probably high on sugar all the time. Probably. <laughs> um, where will just, you find a protein? Yes. Where will I find a protein that I like? And I don't remember who I heard say they liked it. It was a friend. Maybe it was a beauty YouTuber. I'm very interested to find out what it is because it might have been me. Okay. I bought the Keep It Cleaner oh. protein from like Steph Claire Smith, Laura Henshaw. Yeah. And so convenient as well because it was in my like local Woolies, which is a shithole and stocks nothing. And it is the only protein that I tolerate. It does not, like it does have that proteiny taste, but it gives it a really nice creamy vanilleriness. I mm. bought the, not the plant-based one, just the regular vanilla. Yeah. And I've been having half a banana, that coconut water, milk, yogurt, and frozen blueberries. Yeah, yeah. And it is a delight and it also makes a beautiful colour, which makes me happy. Yeah, that's great. I can't do... Well, actually, I haven't tried protein powder in about 12 months because the whey protein made me very ill mm. for a period of time where I was very sensitive to dairy. But I'm much less sensitive to dairy now, so I wonder if I could give it a go again. Yeah. Or that you can try the plant protein one. I hate plant protein. It yeah. tastes like... Soil. Pea farts. Yeah. And also, like, if peas could... If the if a pea, a bean, yeah. could fart... It almost tastes like asparagus piss. It does. Yeah. And also, it's very gritty. It mm. never blends nicely. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it so much. Anyway, what's my snack this week, yeah. you ask? That's a really great question. <laughs> I just saw your brain exit your head. <laughs> oh, I remember yes. what it is. So, for four... To six weeks, I lost count. Strata weren't delivering bread over Christmas. Mm -hmm. So all of my local places where I ordered Strata, where I usually got Strata bread from, mm -hmm. my gluten-free bread, were out of stock. Mm -hmm. So much so that I thought they might still be delivering to cafes. So Adrian and I went and ate at Roundbird in Lilydale because they use Strata bread. Mm -hmm. And I ordered my English muffin gluten-free mm -hmm. little situation that they do mm -hmm. for brekkie. And I was so... So excited. I was like dancing in my seat mm. and they brought out a burger bun instead of the English oh, muffin. And fuck. I was like, oh, no, 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 What do I do? So we got so desperate. We check Jeffrey's stocks, Strata bread on Tuesdays and Fridays. Mm -hmm. I know that they're their delivery days because I'm in there every Tuesday and Friday picking up more bread. Mm -hmm. They hadn't had it for like 15 trips to the point where Adrian and I were like, I know this is the biggest first world gluten-free problem to have, mm -hmm. but I refuse to eat any other gluten-free bread and we have no reliability. So we ordered a massive... You have to spend $50 online for Strata to deliver Fun. to you. So I ordered... Did you get any of the focaccias? I was big tempted by the focaccias this I've way. had the focaccia before yeah. and the it olive is. bread. Interesting. Yes. Yummy. I ordered three bags of gluten-free English muffins because they're my favourite thing in oh, the Oh, I've got three world. bags in the freezer right now. <laughs> How long have you had them for and not told me about it? Sorry. Anyway, the day that the delivery arrived was Thursday. I went to Jeffrey's on the Friday they and guess stock. who had stock? I was like, you assholes. I just spent so much money on Yum. getting bread delivered. Anyway, freezer full of bread. That's my snack of the week. You should have done, because don't they also sell like the pastries and stuff? Yes. 
I really like the cinnamon scroll. It's so yummy. That's so cool. Yeah. And if you hit 50, is it free shipping or is it then like $10 it's still shipping? still $10 shipping. The 10 I'll accept. Any more than 10 and I will not. 10 when you're already spending $50 on bread, you're just like, I'll just shut my eyes and put in my credit card details and it'll yeah. be fine. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? Oh, add to the paddleboard, obviously. Yeah. And Catfish, the TV show. Wow, with Neve. Yeah, Neve and Max. I Fuck, they're both so hot. love Catfish so much. It's my guilty pleasure TV show. I've rewatched many of the episodes. And I realised this week, every time I turn on the TV and I put it on a channel that has MTV, I put Catfish on, it's always an episode that I've never seen before. And I'm like, how is it possible that I've watched every episode of Catfish and somehow when I turn the TV on, there's episodes I haven't seen before? It's because I realised there's a whole season that isn't on Netflix that exists in the Uh, world. Season 9. So I've been catching up. It's great. I freaking love it so much. It's the same storyline every time. It's always a Catfish, but every time it's great. (laughs) So basic of you. Anyway, what's yours? Mine is... It's a Sin. Oh, I've heard that it's yeah. really good. Which is on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, I've only watched two episodes. I started last night. I can tell that I am going to cry a lot. It's a British one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's British. Uh, it's about... It's set in the 80s and it's about gay people and the AIDS pandemic. Uh, it was, was on it Shameless pandemic? last week. Oh, was they it? They talked about it and they said... No spoiler, lots of crying. Yeah. I mean, when you know it's about AIDS, you pretty much know that there's going to be people that get sick, and that's sad. The cast is just lovely and little sweet angels, and I can't wait to get attached to them, them (laughs) and they probably die on me, but it's it's gorgeous. And the soundtrack, very good. Oh, okay. Classic 80s tunes. Good to know. I'm looking forward to watching it, because I probably need to watch something other than Catfish, let's be honest. I just, I have so little culture and taste. Mm. Have you watched Beyond Deck yet? Below Deck, sorry? Beyond Deck. No, I haven't watched Below Deck. Oh, but for everyone who was wondering, when Lisa said it was only on KO, it's actually also on Stan. No, not KO. That's where you watch sports. Oh, what did you say? Hey, you. Oh, I'm sorry. They're so different. They are. KO and hey, you. Hey, okay. I mean, okay. The same mouth movement. That's like saying that Fox Sport and... Lifestyle are the same. Yeah, or E. Yeah, okay. Anywho. <laughs> if you can see my eye roll, you'd know. <laughs> I, just, I just watch Lisa's eye roll out of my head. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Oh, we're done. Okay. We're done. That's it. Look at it. It's like approaching an hour. Thanks for listening. If you'd like us to trial any products, please let us know. Also, if you've got any liquors, please also let us know. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the little recap about us again, and maybe we should make this a, like, every six-month thing. I realise that we probably have left a lot of people in the dark about who we are. Mm. Sorry for that. Mm. Yeah. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.